0: So now you have fans where they'll basically tune into the network. I mean, if I'm home and I'm doing laundry or I'm around the house, I just keep Bravo on and whatever's on is on. What's up, cocktailers? Welcome to Cocktails and Casa, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and all of the hottest scoop from BravoCocktails.com. And, and as always, it's all
1: alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our wallets. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea on in the world it's important to prioritize and practice daily stress management cbd has been used by millions of people to fight the effects of stress on the body and the mind hey it's amanda and i want to tell you about one of my favorite brands of cbd social cbd social cbd helps you de-stress naturally with plant-based ingredients that supplement your body's natural response to stress to support balance in mood, sleep, energy, and recovery. In addition, Social CBD recently lowered prices by up to 50%. They believe that wellness shouldn't be a luxury and are committed to providing consumers access to CBD wellness in their everyday routines. I've been using Social CBD for years. I'm a huge fan of their topical muscle balm stick, I use the lavender scented one. When I am sore from a workout or I'm just having tightness in my shoulders from stress, it is a lifesaver. I put it on directly where the pain is and it works. It's funny because it doesn't have that kind of typical tingle from other muscle kind of balm kind of products. So all of a sudden, With this one, you just notice that the sore spot doesn't hurt anymore. Social CBD just launched a new body care line featuring high quality skincare ingredients, as well as a new bath salt line that offers 400 milligrams of CBD per bath. I'm really looking forward to trying that one out just to kind of either after a really tough workout or to really just relax after a stressful day. So cocktailers use our code gossip to get a buy two get one free deal at socialcbd.com. So go to socialcbd.com, use code Gossip, and you can get a free product when you buy 2 You're going to love it. So, B, last week we discussed this whole theory about why everybody is saying, no, this is never going to happen. You are still holding out hope for Bethany to return to the rumored Real Housewives of New York Legacy Edition. And then this week on social media, we see Jill and Bethany on a flight together.
0: We did see this and I was scrolling through and I saw Bethany's post and I was like, this is too good. I mean, this is like exactly what we want to (laughs) see. So I'm looking at the picture and I just see them and I just repost and just get excited that they're together. Obviously, the assumption is it's a run-in. We know that, well, okay, so I'll talk through it and then we'll get back. So I initially assumed they were both flying back from Florida to New York because we know Bethany goes to Florida. Her fiance's in-laws live there. And we know that Jill was in Florida visiting her dad for Father's Day. So that was my initial assumption. Follower sends me a message that says, that's a private jet. And so it made sense. So I'm thinking they're in a pri- And then you see a couple of other people in the background. Funny enough, one of them looked like Kyle. It wasn't Kyle. It was actually a follower's cousin who I'm waiting to follow up if she heard any <laughs> scoop. But no, so apparently, and I've learned more about aviation, Amanda, in the last few weeks than I, ever th- than I ever thought was necessary. But, you know, all roads lead back to aviation. So kids, you know, pay attention when you're learning about Amelia Earhart. So. There's companies, some are called, there's one ExoJet or Aero. And so it's a service. It's not a, it's a private jet, but you're sharing it with five to six other people. And the prices, depending on peak season vary, but you know, it's significantly more than I would pay for a flight to Florida, but obviously a lot cheaper than my own private flight to Florida. So. I'm assuming that it's a coincidence they're on this, you know, private jet through one of these companies together. But that same night, we see Jill in a completely different outfit saying she landed in Westchester from her trip, her Father's Day trip to see her parents in Florida. That was not the outfit she was wearing with Bethany. So the picture Bethany posted was not in real time. So I'm not sure where the two of them were together. Of course, it's possible it was a coincidence they were on a plane together. It's also very possible that they were somewhere together. We know Bethany announced she has a new show coming out. And I don't know, is it possible that Jill is going to be on the show in some capacity? Is it possible that they were doing something else Bravo related? I mean, listen, it's a wacky theory, Mm -hmm. but I do feel that it's a strong possibility. I think that Bethany would come back to go up against Kelly ben Simone. Amanda, we all remember, listeners, I'm up here, you're down here, and we all know who's up here and who's not now. So I don't think my theory is as far-fetched as people may think it is.
1: Especially because of Bethany's caption on the post, which just said, What was it? Like, she's up here or she's up there. I'm up. Anyway, it was definitely referring to that whole Kelly argument and on this post. And then you see them. I don't know. And then my favorite was I saw that Andy Cohen had commented on Instagram about sending his production crew along with some certified checks. And I, of course, I laughed out loud. And then I prayed a little bit. (laughs) And I think that
0: with Kelly Bensebone, that was a real thorn in Bethany's side, and I think that she would welcome the opportunity to go toe to toe with her. You're back, you're this big realtor in Manhattan, but yet you're not a model. you're not the big dog at the fashion show if we're if our old school Roni listeners remember like Kelly knew everybody and she tried to act like Bethany didn't, although Bethany was in that world too. Mm-hmm. it definitely was. Kelly had the higher rank at that point that was how it was presented so i thought that that was very telling again bethany is a marketing genius and it could totally be that she heard the buzz that kelly's coming back and she wants to tease us and her and jill happen to be on a pj together i just if it was from florida it would be a possibility i mean they could they could have also been flying Another time from Florida. But it was fairly recent. I have to think it was a different location. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, and then, so, real time, that post we see. And then, shortly after, Andy posted that other post with him and Dorit and Garcelle. Yes. So, I
0: was kind of busy that day. And I actually was going. Sometimes I go through my DMs before I even scroll because, you know, that's where the T is in my DMs. And somebody sent me a picture that their friend sent them from France. (laughs) And it was Garcelle Dorit and Andy shopping. Like they had the Hermes shopping bags. And I was like, what is this? And then of course, when I went to Instagram, I saw that he had posted stories about them being at the, festival and doing a whole
1: bravo theme
0: i know you you can explain this better because it's it's media related
1: yes well okay so but first before we talk about that because i do have some things to say about that it felt like real time i was i guess i was really busy that day but we see jill and kelly on a jet we see garcelle de and andy i'm like what i texted you i was like what is going on what is happening I need to know
0: and Kate Chastain was there as well because there was there was a below deck aspect to this festival
1: right well looks like at least the Garcelle Dorit Andy Kate Chastain thing is not related to whatever is going on with Jill and Bethany so
0: we also saw that day This was all yesterday, the day before. We also saw Ramona hanging out with Kelly ben Simone, Right. And then after Bethany posted that picture, which may or may not have been in real time, we see and we know the ladies are in town for the ultimate ex-wife, ex-housewives trip to the, you know, Bluestone Manor. We see Ramona hanging at her apartment with Jill, who lives in the same building, and Vicky. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: it's, I mean, they want us talking obviously. And they want us talking about Roni. You have Ramona with Kelly. Then you have Jill and Bethany, and then you have Jill and Ramona. So it's all, it's
1: all like the stars are aligning. Well, it's working ladies. We're talking about you, but the whole thing that's going on and forgive me people. I'm going to say, I know it's con and I'm going to try to say con, but it, I've also heard for many, many years being in the business can. So it's C-A-N-N-E-S, the place in France is what we're talking about. But what is so interesting is when you and I were texting about this, I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. That makes so much sense because if you'll remember about a month ago, the Housewives did this big musical number in New York. Like it looked like a Vegas show with dancers and stuff. And that was for something called the Upfronts. And that Upfronts is where... Ever channels and networks try to get advertisers interested in what's coming up for their shows, right? Yeah. So, can Con is doing the Lions right now, and the Con Lions is like the it's like the Oscars of advertising. That's where all the best ads get. I mean, advertisers get awards. So, like, think big advertisers like Coke and Target, and you know. Procter & Gamble, Tide, you know, those are the big advertisers. They're all going over there. It's a huge party. It lasts for like, you go over there for a week, like Facebook throws a big party. There's just all this, all this partying, right? And I think what is so interesting is that, you know, NBC Universal is the company that has Bravo and obviously NBC and some other channels. And they, I think it's very interesting that they are doing this big kind of what they're calling this housewives experience. I read this article about it and what I think is so really sets Bravo apart from really almost any other channel I can think of is people watch what's on Bravo because they're network fans almost as much as they are fans of a specific show, right? Like I am a big, right? And so I think, anyway, that to me is something that really, really sets Bravo apart. It's why partly why we talk about it so much. And we, you know, we're all kind of familiar because any Bravo fan will tell you if, you know, they might not be, they might be, you know, Real Housewives of, you know, Beverly Hills fans. But if they are folding laundry and doing stuff around the house, and the you know one of the below deck seasons is on, most likely they'll kind of still watch it, you know, because they're fans of the network. So anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. And now also with them expanding with Peacock, Peacock is kind of starting to looks like to be their kind of proving ground for new shows, right? So. Miami, for example, the new season of Miami, they said it's going to be on Peacock. But then after it got a lot of popularity and people were watching it, then they put it on Bravo. So I think they're kind of using this as their place to tell maybe ancillary stories or to try out new content and see. So And to your point,
0: I think that that's why they've gone in the direction of these housewives trips because they have people that they know. So now you have fans where they'll basically tune into the network. I mean, if I'm home and I'm doing laundry or I'm around the house, I just keep Bravo on and whatever's on is on. Right. So now you take it a step further and you have your Atlanta fan, who sees, oh, Eva's going to be on this housewife trip, so she's going to tune in. She may not even watch New Jersey or New York. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she sees one of the former ladies or ladies from there, and she next time that city is on, she tunes in for that city because she saw her on the Ultimate Girls trip. Mm-hmm. So I think that Bravo absolutely recognizes the power they have in their you know cross-marketing their cities and interweaving them. I think that BravoCon showed them how popular that was, and then COVID hit, and obviously we couldn't mix people in the same right. places because of travel restrictions and health restrict. You know, all of right. all of that that nobody wants to talk about or remember or let's forget everything ever happened with that. Anyway, I see all that to say. Bravo absolutely knows the power they have in cross, you know, cross contaminating. Yeah. <laughs> it- their their cities and what great TV it makes. Yeah, let's talk speaking about of
1: Ex Wives Club. I mean, first of all, Blue St- Stone Manor. If real estate could be a housewife, Blue Stone Manor would be a housewife. I mean, Blue Stone is- Manor
0: would be the OG of real estate because right.
1: that is. I mean, there's a, there's a few iconic
0: properties. Iconic. Sonia Morgan's townhouse, which I was in. By the way, I'll tell that story if we have some time. That's a good story. We have, of course, Lisa Vanderpump's house to me. Whenever they do those polls, you know, on Instagram or whatever, where it's like, yes. which house would you pick? It's like, yes, give me a house with like a modern day moat at- with swans. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, seriously. Well, so Ultimate Girls Trip, Ex Wives Club is starting. That is. It's starting soon. We won't say when because we are recording this a little bit before, but we have what Andy is calling the quote unquote dream cast crossover of Housewives. So let's talk. Why don't you share with us who is on this season?
0: So we have from Beverly Hills, Taylor Armstrong and Brandy Glanville from New York City The one, the only, Jill Zarin, Dorinda from Atlanta, Eva and Phaedra from OC, Tamara and Vicky. I just, I, so I want to say this and I don't mean this as an intel because all of these women in their own right are iconic, but they're also very thirsty. And the reason I say that is not because I don't mean that they're thirsty in a general way. I mean that All of them were on the Housewives for a long time, but it's been a long time. So, and they're all dynamic personalities. I mean, I'm looking at this list and I'm trying to see who the calm one is. You know how we always have a calm one? Like in Jersey, it's Melissa Gorga. In Atlanta, maybe it's Candy when she's not fired up. So we always have a calm one. I don't, I can't think of a calm one. I mean, maybe Eva is, I mean, if we're going to say Eva is the calm one, that's really.
1: I know. <laughs> or well, Taylor. Taylor's the breaker the breaker-upper of fights, right? Yes. And then Phaedra, Dorinda, well, no, Dorinda yeah. is Dorinda not. Dorinda is anything but calm. Phaedra is queen of the one-liners and the more like the silent but deadly jabs, right? Like she's not gonna probably Yell, but she's gonna say some stuff. She and- also
0: manipulates other people. I mean, yes. that, that's the reason
1: she's not on
0: Atlanta. We all remember that she manipulated Portia, right? Into which I mean, Portia's got her own mind, and I'm just saying she is a puppet master. Yeah, Phaedra is a puppet master. We have Tamara and Vicky. I mean, Tamara. Is such a perfect housewife. And and Vicky is so easily set off. And Tamara, although they're friends, knows how to make good TV. She'll keep herself in it, but she'll stir it. And it's so... The first girl show...
1: Yeah, tell us what you're hearing. I want to know, because I know you're hearing some stuff.
0: I'm hearing that it's a completely different vibe. The first girls' trip was really a nice trip. There were some things, like there was Ramona being obnoxious and the girls being annoyed, but it was mostly like no big deal. I mean, we had Cynthia, who was overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I think that Cynthia may have recognized that she wasn't being asked back or maybe even knew, and I think there was some of that playing into it. Mm -hmm. But it was mostly just a nice trip where we got to see all the women like – together and kind of meshing together and all these different personalities. This is going to be chaotic. It's going to be the mess that we know and love. You have Vicky insulting a historical mansion. I mean, (laughs) and she's still defending herself. There was an interview with E.T. and she's like, it is in the middle of nowhere. It is old. And Bryce Sadler, Sadler, excuse me, was like, okay, like Vicky it's a historical mansion. And she's like, in the middle of nowhere. And historical means old. And Tamara's <laughs> sitting next to her, like, but do you understand why Dorinda may have been offended? So then she's like, so then he goes, and you sent her a thousand texts, she said. Vicky's like, a thousand texts. What are you talking about? Who has time? Ta- I don't have time to send a thousand texts. So Tamer's like, give me your phone. So she starts reading the texts, which were not in the thousands, but they were in the, you know, hundreds. <laughs> and she she says to her, uh, Vicky says to Dorinda, I've worked hard my whole life and I was never gifted anything. Oh, so geez. then it flips to Dorinda's interview with the same guy from ET and Dorinda says, gifted anything? My husband died. Who else would it go to? Oh my God. Which is a good point. And it just reminds you that Vicky will throw a bomb and defend it and, like, not apologize. She'll give a, well, but, like, she was coming for her. She was clearly being shady, but she won't admit it. And, I mean, Dorinda's the wrong one. I mean, are
1: Vicky and Ramona, I feel like they do a lot of the same stuff. The parallels are incredible, right? It's so you're funny, like each and West about this. Coast
0: version of each other.
1: I know because it just sounds like something Ramona would do, and then Ramona would be like, "I what? What did I say that's wrong?"
0: <laughs> Ramona almost gives a better fake apology. Like I don't believe she means it, but Vicky really doubles down. It's, yeah, it's old and it's in the True. middle of nowhere.
1: She digs her heels in. I am really curious to hear how. Tamara behaves because I think Tamara is one of those people who is so she's like a really good she's a good friend I think to her friends. I think she is no shrinking violet. So if somebody starts something with her then she's like, "Uh-uh, she will drink and she will party." So I'm just really like I'm so excited to see her on TV. So I'm really curious to kind of see what happens. And Tamara is also really good at kind of stirring shit up, which Again, we love her for her. she's think-
0: there to make good TV. Tamra's not there to make friends. So, you know, that's why her podcast is so successful. And, you know, that's why we spoke about it last week. And it's funny, after we, after we spoke about it, I heard other people say that, so that's basically confirmed that little tidbit we had that she wasn't being asked back because of the podcast, because she's so controversial. And mm-hmm. she's willing to say what other people shy away from. And she's right. that way in confrontations too. I mean, she'll say it and- it'll be the truth and she probably isn't supposed to say it. <laughs> and that's why she was such a gem at the end of OC. It got a little bit aggressive. And I think that she is somebody who can take constructive criticism and work it through. So I mm-hmm. think she's going to give us, I think and it's, I think it's only six episodes or something like that. Yeah. So, but it's jam packed. Dorinda made everybody cry according to both Vicky and Tamra. But you have to imagine it's a lot of pressure, right? right. So it's one thing to go to Turks and Caicos and stay in a luxury resort. That's nobody's responsibility. When it's your own home, even though I'm sure Bravo obviously is paying for cleaning crew and and butlers or or whatever it is, it's still your home. There's still a sense that especially Dorinda we know likes to make it nice. Yeah. (laughs) And she's she's an entertainer. And she's entertaining women who are there to make a splash. So
1: I could just picture her after – you know, two
0: martinis, putting them in their place.
1: Well, I read that I read and it might have been from you actually that Dorinda cried halfway through and she realized she was only halfway through the whole situation. And I can only imagine hosting those personalities in your space for that long. Yikes.
0: Has anyone checked on the Bluestone Manor? Is it
1: still there? Is it still standing? Dear God, I hope so. I hope so. If people mess with Bluestone, like they're going to, they're, they're messing with a lot of us fans because we all love that Bluestone is historic and think it's iconic. So we're, so we're getting
0: that and we're also getting Southern Charm and I want to, I don't even want to speak on Southern Charm until it airs. We're getting a lot of people back. We're getting Naomi back who left in quite the, you know, kind of like, I don't need you way. But right. you see, you see in the preview, she kind of, you know, eats a little crow for that because yeah. you have to. Similar to what Stasi did when she left and came back. I do know that Naomi hooks up with Whitney.
1: Did I tell you that? I happened to know that from talking to you. Yes. So, <laughs> I, ha- I, 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 you know,
0: the, Charleston's a small city, and it's funny because I hear a lot of things, and it's not from the cast. It's like it's small. They're in public places. There's a lot of drinking, and people see and hear things, and they are very yeah. happy to send it into me. So she hooks up with Whitney, which she's dating someone else now. I, I guess it was a fling, but we're gonna see it. And I think it hasn't been in any of the in any of the previews, but I know it happened, and I can't imagine that they won't show that.
1: Well, we. I have some friends who live in Charleston. I'm going to leave it at that. But I don't know if we've ever talked about this, or if this has even been something that has been discussed widely on the show. But for every one guy in Charleston, there's something like ten women. It's this really what? because it's like yeah worse than Manhattan. You know what? I shouldn't even be talking about the stat before I looked it up. But as we were talking about this, I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking like, why would Naomi do that? And I'm like, oh, I forgot because of this. It's because of this crazy statistic. That is also partly why these boys like live in Never Never Land and don't have to grow up is because there is always another young lady who's cuter. And there's, I mean, if you've ever been to Charleston, like the women there are Absolutely gorgeous. So there's a women's school there, and anyway, I forget why all the contributing factors are for that, but that is a big part of it, and I think that's a big part of why these guys get away with so much crap. Well, because there are so many women. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But in Naomi's case, I think there was a little something more to it. What I heard, and again, this is not verified. This is a rumor. Was that production she didn't just kind of like flip off the cash she flipped off production and you know production they've had the same crew for years and years and what I heard is seeing as how Whitney is a producer mm. that had something to do with it Got because it. she was intense I, I think also and I don't blame her for this I'm sure I would want to be back on it for this too we know that the ex-boyfriend Matool, he cheated on her and one of the reasons she left the show is because he really didn't want her to be on it so i think the reason she wanted to get back on it so bad was like a f you to f him you. yeah more than like her own desire so i think she just was willing to do what she had to do to get back on it
1: worked let's see Let, yeah, let's see we'll what see. they show us yes I am so looking forward to that being on. But I feel
0: like we have to wait until it airs and we see, like, the full episode to, like, have a real discourse on it. And I'm going to totally. have so many opinions.
1: And, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's let's change subjects because there's been something that's been kind of going crazy on social media. And now I'm even seeing it being reported in more kind of mainstream on my like news feed on the internet, as far as this kind of stuff, I don't usually see. So, uh, Denise Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills used to be married to Charlie Sheen, and as we know, they have their daughters, and their daughter Sammy just turned eighteen, and posted that she is now on OnlyFans. Hey, it's Amanda here, and I wanna tell you about a product that I have been using since 2019. It's called Freedom Deodorant. It's a natural deodorant that actually works. The story behind it is kind of cool. The founder had three friends who were going through breast cancer at the same time. That part is obviously not cool, but The founder says that all of their doctors told them how important it is to use natural products on their bodies and to stay away from antiperspirant. So she tried a natural deodorant and it didn't go well. So she decided to create one that does. So back to me, I first found Freedom deodorant for the first time in the spa at my gym. They were selling travel sizes, so I figured I would try it. Until then, I was always buying a new deodorant like every few weeks because they would work for a couple weeks and then they would stop working. So I tried Freedom and I was shocked at how well it worked, period. But then the fact that it was a natural deodorant really blew me away. And I have been using it really ever since. So my favorite scent is bergamot mint, but it comes also in lavender citrus, frankincense peach, and unscented. They also have other natural products like antibacterial wipes and shower spray too. Freedom products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, chemical-free, vegan, and they really, really do work. You can buy them at freedomdeodorant.com. We got all of our cocktailers a special discount for just for cocktail and gossip listeners. So use code GOSSIP for 10% off. Go to freedomdeodorant.com and use code GOSSIP for 10% off your purchase. Find your freedom today.
0: Hot topic. So... For those of us that didn't know what OnlyFans was, we saw it mentioned a lot on Real Housewives of Miami, right? Because Larsa, there was that was the big joke that she made so much money on pictures of her feet well, on OnlyFans. OnlyFans is it can be anything from you know pictures of feet that people pay. So it's a it's a
1: you have to pay to see these it's a subscription site, yeah, where you have to pay to see people people's content.
0: Right. So sometimes it's bikini pictures or sexy pictures. And I believe it goes all the way through like real deal pornography. So their daughter started an OnlyFans account. She announced it on her Instagram. She was wearing a bikini in her announcement. The reality is she's 18. It's legal. I think that the shock to fans was we remember in Denise's you know, season with the whole thing, hooking up with Brandy. She was very protective because she didn't want her daughters to hear about it. Mm -hmm. I think more so than that, Denise and Charlie are Hollywood stars. So when you think Hollywood, the average person thinks they have money. So you think to yourself, why would two Hollywood stars daughter need to earn money on a subscription OnlyFans account in a bikini picture or whatever? Um, so from that perspective, it certainly seems like an odd choice. It seems like a rebellious choice because you have to assume if she wants, you know, money to go to the movies with her friends or out to dinner, her parents would provide that. So it's more of a statement. Mm-hmm. Denise came out and she publicly supported her daughter. And I like, you know, she I like what she said because she said, look, I did wild things and mm-hmm. I did Playboy. I'm not a prude i I support my daughter if this is the self expression or the something she wants to try, why shouldn't I let her there's There's worse stuff on Instagram or on Twitter or any other social media platform. Let her make some money if that's what she wants to do. Charlie comes out and he doesn't support it, and he publicly like blames denise i, I mom shaming. Denise, who took care of not only his two daughters with her, but also his other children that he had with Brooke Mueller, when the two of them were high as kites and were unable to parent, to shame her is so disgusting. I mean, his life was just debauchery from drugs and alcohol to the staggering amount of different, you know, Mm -hmm. women he's been with and all of the unsavory things that have come out about him over the years. To pretend that he was some stand-up father who gave this good example, I mean, and I always say, children do not do what you say, they do what you do. So how you conduct yourself, ultimately, and they have a mother who conducts herself appropriately, so hopefully they don't fall victim to that. I don't think an OnlyFans account is falling victim to that, but I, I certainly think that him having anything to say in a judgmental way towards his daughter or towards Denise. Was so out of line, it's bananas.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this too, and especially to kind of echo your thoughts. Charlie Sheen, I believe it's him who is very famous for saying, and the word hookers, I remember him saying, I don't pay hookers to come, I pay them to leave. Like, (laughs) And that he would so publicly talk about, you know, that his habit of having sex workers, which I think is a probably better word to put it. But I also think when he said, uh, what, let's see, she is 18 years old and she's living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. Well, she's been living
0: with her mother for her entire life, except there was a short period of time where she lived with you, probably because she was. Being a teenager and her mother was setting down rules and you were just like, yeah, come live with me. Do whatever you want because I'm not paying attention because I only care about myself.
1: Well, don't say anything at all, Charlie. If you're going to come out and say this about your daughter, just don't say anything at all, I think. And like Denise, I thought handled it so well when she's like, there's, you know, lots of negative comments I wish I had the confidence that my 18-year-old daughter has. I also can't be judgmental of her choices. And like you said, she brought brought up that she did wild things, which, by the way, wild things was so controversial when it came out. So yes. controversial. So, I mean, good for her. And you've got to stand up for your daughter. And I just I, I just I'm annoyed with Charlie Sheen. You know, again, you, if you don't I like mean, it, say I mean, but it's on brand
0: it. for him. So yeah. we shouldn't, I don't know why we're still surprised by these, you know, these people who are hypocritical and judgmental and they've done nothing productive mm-hmm. with their own lives.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Well, so going back to Housewives gossip, I'm hearing that Louis and Teresa who we saw move into their house at the end of the season, I'm hearing they had a housewarming party.
0: Yes. So the great thing about the Instagram age is that if you're paying attention and you're a fan, you can follow all of their Instagram accounts while they're filming and you kind of get a sense of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we saw all the guys going out for a boys' night. Well, not all of them, but like Melissa posted something. I know the new housewife, Danielle, posted something. Like kind of like they're, oh, they're getting ready. They're going out for a boys' night. Okay. The next night was the housewarming. So I got a message from a trusted source that told me like Louie and Joey Gorga had a blowout last night at boys' night and he will not be attending. And I was like, yikes. So... They show the house. Then you see them all getting ready to go to the housewarming party. But again, you can't – if someone doesn't post an Instagram story, it doesn't necessarily mean they didn't go, right? You Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you post. Sometimes you don't post. But whatever happened was enough for Joe not to attend because he was not at the party. Stuff went down between him and Louis. You know, I I kind of, in my mind, go back and forth. I wonder how much is a storyline – how much is really happening? I think we do know, though, with this family, there is so much muddied water that I'm not sure they'll ever get back to, like, base. I think mm-hmm. they were there when the prison thing went on because I think they were all willing to just have tunnel vision and look at what was in front of them and what they had to deal with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know they can get back there again. I mean, now the kids are older and they have their own opinions, with which I think makes stuff a lot harder. And, you know, now Louie's a whole new guy in it.
1: Maybe Louie found out that Joe Gorga paid Ramona to leak the wedding invitation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also I found out something else rumored, rumored. Oh, yes. It's rumored that Teresa is in anger management. Hmm. I mean, I can really only think of two situations where Teresa would willingly go to anger management. One would be court ordered, which, you know, thanks be to God, we know not to be the case. And the other would be Louis sanctioned. (laughs) Right. Because she is not a person with insight that can say, you know, I really need to slow my role. I had a bad season. I, I overreacted to a few simple questions. No, no. She would need somebody to say to her, like, you have to stop overreacting and you have to learn how to manage your emotions. But word on the street, and I wonder if we'll see it. Yeah, you know, on this season as a a rebranding opportunity. Maybe, maybe there are deals that you know her performance. Let you know when she came out of prison, there was a lot of sympathy there, mm-hmm. rightfully so. And there was the whole Zen and Namaste, and she had a lot of different partnerships and things like that. And I think when you have an explosive season and you body shame and You know, you do all these sorts of things that really turn brands off. Mm -hmm. You know, I might not want to buy the coffee that somebody who's body shaming and age shaming and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So this may be more of a rebranding than an actual attempt for help. But I think I don't know if we're going to see her in anger management. I have to imagine we will because I think it's part of a
1: rebrand. I mean, it should be interesting. I mean, her anger is... I would say a big part of really what made her a star to start with. So I don't know, but, or maybe Louie is really, you know, Louie has really turned, turned a leaf. And then, you know, he is really rubbing off on Teresa. I don't know. Also, I keep meaning to ask you on this kind of same topic. Louie has an inspirational like page on Instagram. That's like inspirational quotes.
0: So I and I, I can't think of the name of it.
1: We should but, I don't think we want to mention it anyway, probably, right? right? But Right Yeah. But
0: yes, he has an Instagram that every day he posts like a quote like that he makes. Oh. And then he puts like his name and it's an
1: inspirational quote page. Oh, so is there actually his quotes that he has I sent? I think so people have oh, just sent them to me. I
0: think some of them are famous, but like a lot of them are like, you know. I'm authored by game. him, which I, I I use authored loosely because it's sort of like quotes we've heard but reworded, right?
1: Okay, all right.
0: So I don't know where we're going with that. Maybe a maybe a coaster line that I could put my cocktail on.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you were texting me yesterday that there is some interesting scoop on chas What's going on? So this
0: is a B and C exclusive. Bravo and cocktails from mm. my cocktailers. So we see, and we all see on Instagram again, MJ, Reza, and Gigi filming. So we know they're filming something. And my understanding was that Shaz was not picked up, but that the three of them were filming for Bravo. That still may be the case, but there is not a contract. It has not been picked up by any network last I heard, which was a few days ago. I hope that changes. I think it will. The three of them carried a successful series for a long time. I can't imagine Bravo wouldn't try it out. As we keep saying, they have Peacock now. Mm -hmm. But it's not, you know, one of my sources shared with me that it's not a green lit show. Hmm. It's just something that's being filmed with a production company right now. So, I I mean, I'm a little confused. Maybe one of them will reach out to me to clarify. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's what I'm hearing. And again, you know, these are allegations. I can't say who told me, but I can say that I'm comfortable with that Hmm, being the case.
1: Well, I think that would make sense if they don't have a contract yet. We perhaps see it on Peacock. As we're seeing, that's sort of the proving ground. So uh, yesterday was the first official day of summer. So that means Summer House has got to be starting filming soon. But we're seeing them in Europe. What's going on?
0: So the Europe thing, they're all on
1: separate trips. I know
0: Ciara is in Paris, and Paige was with her family in Capri, and then a couple days ago, we saw Amanda and Kyle in on the Amalfi Coast in Prano, and I think they're headed to a friend's wedding there, so it's separate trips. I actually think that would be a fantastic idea to, like, send them to Europe and do, like, you know, a fun summer house trip there, but that's not what's currently happening. Last season, it was the same thing. May Memorial Day passes, and every follower is like, "Why aren't they filming?" They start filming July Fourth. I mean, it may be a couple of days before that, but that's their first party, that's their first weekend, or at least it was last season mm-hmm. and this season. Back in the days, maybe they started Memorial Day. I, I sort of remember that, but that's no longer the case. I. The cast is coming back. I think that we're going to see some new faces, but we're going to see everybody. We're going to see everybody. I'm um, there. interesting. There's a couple of people I'm not firm on that didn't have as much airtime, but we're going to see our main. Our main folks are all back with us.
1: So Lindsay and Carl moved in together. Yes. We have Amanda and Kyle. So we'll have at least two couples. Do we think... Paige will also, do we think Paige and Craig, What do we know anything about Craig yet?
0: I can't imagine Paige won't be there. I know she'll be there. I wonder, will Craig do every weekend? Because obviously they're, you know, exclusive yeah. and it's a possibility. Maybe not every weekend. Maybe he'll, you know, do a few weekends
1: well, it coupled up, and yes, we've got the tension coming in from last year, which I think will make for some good drama. Well, and here, we is still seeing Oliver people. too. Oh, yeah. So we need we need some single people Cause we Sierra. It sounds like Sierra might be single. Mm-hmm.
0: Danielle's still with Robert, and he's yes. back out in Montauk, so they'll both. You know, he'll I think do as he normally does, which is sometimes there, sometimes not. Luke, I don't know. I mean. As far as we know, Lucas single. We know Andrea is coupled up. So maybe it's good. I don't know. We, we're going to have to see. I yeah. I think that we can expect a great season because the reunion left us with a lot of strife amongst mm-hmm. the cast. And that always gives you good drama. So, you know, they're also growing up. I don't want to say growing up. Most of them are in their 30s, if not their late 20s. You know, maybe we've moved past that, like, hook up with a different person every weekend. But they're still young couples with the exception of Kyle and Amanda. Nobody's married and Mm -hmm. nobody has kids. So there's plenty of room for the partying and the drinking and the strife amongst couples, which will be interesting and could sometimes be more treacherous than (laughs) two people fighting. Yeah. So, you know, I think that we'll see a lot of making up initially amongst, I would say, like Lindsay and Danielle making up with Paige and Amanda from the reunion, but you know, as drinking does, people continue to hold quiet dr- grudges that drinking brings out. So I think I think it's gonna be interesting to say. Let's just
1: let's well, I don't wanna I was just gonna say, let's let's hope there's people who don't make any guest appearances this summer. <laughs> right. Right. Like I don't think we need to see Austin. Sorry, Austin, but I don't think we need to see you again this summer on summer house. I I think we'll we'll see plenty. I almost
0: said they definitely won't, but then I'm like, if they want to insert some mess, yes.
1: maybe they would because
0: we're we're acting as if this is a real summer share house. Right. Obviously,
1: he wouldn't <laughs> be invited back. But this yeah. is being
0: filmed, so.
1: Yeah, you never nothing know.
0: is off.
1: Nothing's the on the table. So speaking about the table on Beverly Hills, we just saw Sutton and Erica having this like kind of fun and light moment talking about online dating. I mean, yeah. what did you think about that?
0: So I have to tell you that I really love to see it for a second. It reminded me of old Erica who I think we all enjoyed. I mean, she always was icy, but she had this warm part of her and I think they liked each other. I mean, they went, they had that battle because Sutton really called her out in a way that the other women weren't prepared or comfortable doing. And Erica isn't vulnerable enough to say to Sutton, you know, it was, it was a weird time. I get why you did it. She's not willing to let her guard down enough to do that. But I think that their exchange at the table about Bumble and online dating There was a warmth there from Erica that Sutton received. I think initially Sutton was still guard up and then she received it. And then you saw Rena like, oh, it's so nice. You know, Rena doesn't want Erica to be friendly Mm -hmm. with Sutton because Rena wants her to be her watchdog. But I think that Sutton, Erica would take an apology from Sutton, but Sutton's not going to give it. I mean, we saw that at the beginning, which is why Erica cursed and acted crazy. But They're both from the South and they had a friendship. And I think that when Erica warmed up at the table in that moment, it allowed Sutton to soften and I wonder where it goes. And I, you know, we still have a lot of the season to go. Kathy's Mm -hmm. coming with all that drama. It was a good look for Erica. I think I'm not even saying it was intentional. I think that Erica sometimes puts on too much of a hard shell for the show. And I think that moment reminded us that, Like there's a reason why Kyle and Garcelle and all the other women don't just like throw the baby out with the bath water because she's got another side to her and she has been through a lot. And the argument of what she knew or what she didn't and all that obviously is still there. But, yeah you know, I don't know. It was a good moment. I think if Erica plays it right, it could be a pivotal moment in the way we see her as viewers. It was a pivotal moment for me. Now let's see where it goes. Because if it was just that, You could forget it, right? Right.
1: Well, I don't know. I like to see it too, because it it did kind of remind me, as you were saying, of the the Erica we first met and the little bit of warmth and I human kind of moment. So I thought it was great. Okay. So we've got, I think, a couple of pieces of exclusive tea today. Let's start out with the... Scoop about a housewife changing cities.
0: This one is good. So, from what I'm hearing, currently Bravo is in talks to transfer a housewife from one city to another. I don't have confirmation on who that is. I have my personal idea, which I will share on who it is, but Who do you think it is, Amanda?
1: I don't know. I want to play this game because I think this could be pretty entertaining. Well, one of the people that we know goes back and forth between Beverly Hills or, I'm sorry, LA and Orange County is Teddy. Right. Right. Is this a current housewife? Somebody who is currently on or do we know that? So
0: that is, that was not. Okay.
1: Not shared. Maybe purposefully left
0: out. I, so I'll probably give up. Okay. I on. think, I think it may be somebody who isn't current. So Teddy. So Teddy with Tamara would be OC. But all the talk about like them not liking the podcast
1: leads me to believe
0: that like that would be like a,
1: wait, I have another guess. Can I give another go, guess? Go. Yes. Candy moves to Fort Lee, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> And, and she's up in New York, and-,
0: and hangs out with Melissa, and <laughs> makes Melissa and Teresa make up.
1: Yes, so yeah. Or she, or according to Todd, she could commute into New York City from there. Right, <laughs> she could be on Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, God. all right. Who's your guess? Well, wait, like, I mean, it could be like Leah Black, right? She is. Where is she going to go in LA Miami? a lot? Right. You see her on Jeff Lewis, like, uh, in Jeff Lewis's
0: Oh, wait. Social. Do you know what someone said to me today? What? Why are Jeff Lewis and Leah Black always meeting in Houston?
1: Oh, I don't know. How do we even know that?
0: I guess from the pod. I don't no. know. I don't know. Oh. I- Somebody said that to me today. They said it to me in a way like maybe she's part of the new network. I don't know. But something's going on in Houston with Jeff Lewis and Leah Black. Interesting. Okay. Leah Leah Black is involved in the Bravo family in ways. I don't see her coming back to Miami. I don't even think she would want to come back to Miami. I think it would be, you know, when she was on Miami, she was sort of like the mother hen. To the to the women outside of of course Mama Elsa, but she was like the mother hen of the women, and that role is these women don't need her for that at this point, mm-hmm. so she wouldn't come back full time to Miami.
1: But Beverly Hills, what if she or even OC? I don't know where, like, because I see her on, I see her in, I know she has a place in California. I'm from so watching. Not a fan of her. Oh. I hope it's not her. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so who is? Who is your guess?
0: So my guess, if I'm being realistic and like what makes sense, Taylor Armstrong lives in OC now. She's on the ultimate trip. I mean, you could pop her into OC. I think she would fit in better in OC than she ever did in Beverly Hills. And I think that, you know, we all want Tamara. We all want Vicky. We want like that solid person. Maybe that's Taylor Armstrong.
1: And you know what we need? I think that's actually a, such a good guess. And I would get behind that decision because I think we're all hungering for a familiar face on OC, but something new, right? And they can't go back to the – oh, gosh. What's her name with the, there's, with the crazy mom? But then I'm like, there's two of them. They can't go back. To, I don't think they'd go back to Bronwyn. And they can't go back to the girl – what's her name? Oh, if the they went back to here? Bronwyn, I would like – what's the other one with the the brown hair with oh lydia lydia they can't go back to her again so i don't know i think it would actually kind of make sense so i hope that's i hope that's right that or candy going to to new jersey (laughs) yes okay so guys third piece has to be the last piece because well it's really what three and a half but anyway who's counting i'm counting there are now three pieces of tea that we have not, you will not find on social media. You won't find on the website. You will only find here by listening to cocktails and gossip.
0: So, this is an email that I got. Makes sense to me. So, I'm reading it from the boys who done it. Email DallasT at the com. Subject R H O D. Bravo has been slowly talking about real housewives of Dallas. They have parted ways with the original production company and have enlisted another one, led by someone familiar with housewives. There have been conversations about what a refreshed Dallas would look like. Example outside of Highland Park, talking to sportswives, etc. It's possible one or two familiar faces may have been approached. I'm sorry, may be approached. Mm -hmm. So this is like talking stages.
1: Hmm. I
0: also think production companies love us, so they love to send this to us to kind of
1: (laughs) help sell their shows, right? (laughs) Okay, so I know you and I do not agree about Dallas. I want to say two or three years ago, it was, I thought, the best housewife show that year i was so into it i want to say it was the last year that leon was on and i mean it i thought it was so entertaining i thought it was just the right amount of crazy and not feeling overly produced so i would love to see dallas come back i liked i liked dallas the first couple of seasons yeah what happened with me
0: was when there was so much scandal behind the scenes and stuff was always like you know, in the blogs and it never got addressed. I guess I, it's the same way I TV. feel about, yeah, yeah, I, same way I feel about Beverly Hills. I want to hear about that. So like when I watch this, like other stuff, it's like, all right, well, that's okay. But I know there's really stuff going on. Yeah. I also wanted to say one thing. Yes. To the people who are dedicated cocktailers, this is like a three prong event. Okay. And you know, it's a little bit of a commitment.
1: Well, I think this was such a fun conversation. Love chatting with you always. Love chatting with you. Alright, thanks Thank everybody. You guys for
0: listening.
1: And please everybody remember do subscribe. It makes a huge difference both in just our motivation to want to like keep doing this but also kind of shows other people like, hey, this is a great podcast to listen to so it kind of helps us all around. So please do subscribe. Leave us reviews. We are listening. We are doing our best to, to take on that advice that you guys are all giving us and to continue to make this podcast better. And definitely do share with your friends who love to get the best tea. Thanks, B. Thanks, Amanda. See you next time.
0: Guys, I have to share my hangover cure. It's not really a secret, because all of my followers and friends know. Liquid IV. Leading up to a girl's night out, when I go on vacation, before a wedding, basically, anytime I'm gonna be drinking, I make sure I have my liquid IV with me. You can drink it before or the morning after. Hey, I've drank it before and after. I've shared this trick with my friends and all my followers, and let me tell you, it's a hit. Summer is upon us. It's hot, you're sweating, and many times you're drinking all day at a barbecue or the beach. Liquid IV replenishes electrolytes so it hydrates you and multiplies your energy to keep you partying and ready to enjoy the next day hangover free. Go to liquidiv.com and use my code Bravo and Cocktails underscore. 15, and receive 25% and free shipping on all Liquid IV products. There's a link in my highlights on Instagram to make things super easy.
1: so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor. Just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you've subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends. But only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. Sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is why we have a website. It has gotten me kicked off Instagram yes. multiple times. Yes. And so now we're smarter and we just put it at Bravo and Cocktail Store. When <laughs> you know better, you do better. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time mm <laughs>